1: Free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
0: Well, Zach, I I actually just finished crushing
1: some chicken parm and I'm, I'm freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Yes,
2: welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. And joining us for this War Report Wednesday, our guys, Mike G., C Dub. Gentlemen, how are we doing right now? Just minutes after we get uh, the news that Auburn is ranked number 13 in the, the first edition of the college football playoff rankings this season?
3: I think we're right where we should be. Okay. With plenty of opportunity to prove that we should be higher. I think yep. it's a it's a safe bet to put us right where we're at with our remaining schedule. Uh, I am shocked at some things that I see on this list, Zach.
2: Oh, there, there's I've, a lot going on. There's mm-hmm. a lot going on there. And I think some Auburn I think some of it's good for Auburn. That stands out a little bit. I think some of it's like, are you kidding me? Very predictable, but are you kidding me? But I think Auburn at thirteen. Uh AM is at fourteen. So it sets up for a prime matchup in college station. You gotta think the winner of Saturday's contest will be a top ten team this time a week from now.
3: Yeah, definitely. Um they essentially set this up knowing that some of these teams have to play each other. Uh, so right. it's going to flesh itself out one way or the other, uh, just by, by virtue of the schedule.
2: Right. CW your thoughts, 13, you feel good about it? Yeah. Auburn's
0: playing with house money, Zach. At this point, we're ahead of schedule. A lot of people expected Auburn to win just six games this season. And we already have six wins right. with an opportunity to win pretty much run the rest of our schedule. So we're playing with house money, and we're getting better. So you got to like where you are. AP has us 12. Coach's poll had us 14. Committee just said, let's just make an Auburn sandwich and put us in at 13. And so you just got to like where we are. There's plenty of game left. Opportunity to prove ourselves this week against A&M. We could potentially move up even after this week.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. So... Other notable things that happened across the SEC. Obviously, Georgia is the number one team. They're number one in every poll and now in the CFP ranking, as I think we all agree that they should be. Um, Number two, though. Number two, the CFP committee put Alabama at number two. This made a lot of people upset. Um, It doesn't matter. About about, about what? It doesn't (laughs) matter. Again,
3: it's going to flesh itself out. It is. They've got to face us, and if they make it to the SEC championship, they have to face Georgia. Right. So I think it just – it's good for us.
2: It is good for us. Absolutely.
3: And Auburn that wins out has to beat the one and two teams of the nation back-to-back. If you're an Auburn fan, you shouldn't be upset about it. Yeah.
2: I'm right there with you. I I think Auburn fans are just so perturbed and tired of – Alabama hopping folks in the rankings when you know it's like well they haven't looked so great they look vulnerable this season and still no matter what they're the number two team but when it happened I kind of saw it coming and also I'm like a lot of people are mad but it's like I don't know if it's wrong like if if Alabama played against any team in the country with the exception of Georgia this coming Saturday it's like I'd probably pick them so I get where they're coming from
0: yeah absolutely and One of the things that we've noted about Alabama, even on years when they've not been Alabama, they have a tendency to get better as the season goes on, provided there's no significant injuries to key players. They're a team that actually, by the time they get to Auburn, no longer look the way they did when they may have dropped a game early in the season. So if you're any of the team in the top 10, you still don't want to play Bama if you don't have to. Mm -mm. So. For that notion and the respect that they've earned over the past few years, I understand why they're where they are, but they can still drop or they can still move up. Again, like Auburn, they're in a position where they get to prove themselves.
2: Right. Yeah. Right. And during on the broadcast on ESPN, one of the analysts said, you know, I, there's still a chance that Bama could win and lose to Jordan in the SEC Championship and then fall to four. And then the other folks on the panel were like, no, I don't think that's going to happen. Not with two losses. I agree with that. I think if Bama has two losses, I don't think they'll take them. Unless just, you know, the dominoes fall a certain way where it's like, well, who else are you going to take? Of course, they're going to give the benefit of the doubt to Alabama. But I think, um, I, I, I agree with you, Mike G. I think it's a good situation. So Auburn lost to number one. They will play number two. They play number 14 this Saturday. Kentucky is 18. They don't play them. But since Kentucky lost to Mississippi State, the committee made it very clear with their rankings that head-to-head matchups matter. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why Mississippi State is ranked 17. And we were right. talking before we hit record, Auburn, after, uh, after playing a they come back home to Jordan-Hare Stadium to play the 17th-ranked Mississippi State Bulldogs next week.
3: Yeah, maybe. So... Arkansas fell out of the rankings after, like, a kajillion losses in a row final. Right. Man, they they fell, and they fell hard. (laughs) But they are one of those kind of first team out. Yeah. So if they beat Mississippi State, they jump back into the rankings. If Mississippi State beats them, then they just stay in the rankings. Either way, for our schedule, it gives us a current top 25 win. Mm -hmm. So that's a win for us. Zach, I I, I want to talk about just for a second the doomsday scenario for this college football committee. Okay, and I'm jumping the gun. I'll just put a gun on the ground and just imagine me jumping over it. Cause Got that's it. Exactly what I'm doing right now. But I, hear me out. Okay, I I but w- on the War Report and our on our opening season show, we all gave season predictions. Uh huh. Um, although I'm usually the negative Nancy. I was the positive patty on this one and said, I thought the 10 and two was a real possibility. So I called 10 and two. Now I will undoubtedly be wrong about the games. I thought we would lose. I thought we would lose Georgia. And I thought we would lose Alabama this year. And um, for 10 and two to be a possibility, we have to win the iron bowl. So that being said, Mm -hmm. you cannot leave the sec champion out of the playoff. Agreed. Even if it has two losses because of who you're going to have
2: to beat to get there. I still think like if somehow a three loss team beat Georgia and Atlanta, I still think you take the SEC champion.
3: It's going to be really hard. Yeah. So, you know, a three-loss team is unlikely, but but let me tell you sure. if Auburn runs the table and then squeaks out a win against Georgia, I want everybody to hear me. Georgia's still in. Georgia is still in that playoff, and then you take the SEC champion, and somebody else is out of luck. So the the group of five, whoever it is that's threatening Cincinnati, goodbye. You're not going to make it, right? You take the Big Ten champion, and then somebody else. I think the winner of the Big Ten is in at this point. Mm-hmm. and um, there's almost no chance that it looks, no it looks
0: like, it's it looks gonna like be... the pack. looks like the packed uh, pack 12 team is in if they went out in Oregon. Right. But but, so, but
2: only if it's Oregon,
3: only if it's Oregon or
2: I mean, only yeah. if it's
3: Oregon for mm. sure. So, you know, and then you potentially just have uh, the big 12 champion in, we presume is going to be Oklahoma hovering around the outside of all of that. So, you know, Cincinnati. Well, has, uh, uh,
2: and I-, I want you to finish this, Mike G, but. I think they put Oklahoma where they did an 8-0 no Oklahoma team at 8 just to set up the idea of, like, we don't have to put you in no matter what you do. I
3: agree. I agree 100%. Sure. I agree 100%. And they would be justified in that based on how Oklahoma has looked to date. Almost losses to Tulane and, you know, some of the schools they played. It's just Right. Now, let me tell you, there are worse things to – to have a bunch of close games and just win all of them. Sure. <laughs> They're still and no. Right. And I, I mean, if it were us, I would take it. I would say, Hey man, we're still a, no, come take the crown. Mm-hmm. But a two loss Auburn winning the SEC championship is a nightmare for everybody else. It is. Auburn can throw a wrench in this whole thing. Now we're a little bit ahead of ourselves. Uh, we still have the toughest remaining schedule in the country mm-hmm. no uh, by a long shot. And, I think that at the end of the season, you could argue the way this season panned out. We definitely had the hardest schedule of anybody, sure, including Arkansas. A lot of a lot of rankings had Arkansas scheduled just ahead of ours because of the argument between Texas and Penn State. I think we know now Penn State was a tougher opponent, even though we lost that game. Maybe, Maybe. over over Texas. Eh, I, yeah, I would give, give, give Penn State edge. over Texas. I mean,
2: it's close though. It's close. But the other argument of that is Auburn has to play Arkansas, and Arkansas has to play Auburn, and so Arkansas has a tough draw in that situation. Oh, yeah, that's
3: true. That's true. I did not think about that. <laughs> sure. That was, sure. That was a Jedi mind trick. You there you know? go. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> there you all go. Right, so we have we have we have a, an amazing opportunity, and to even be here talking about this, having this discussion in November in year one of Brian Harson's, you know, coaching tenure is amazing. Yeah. Look look at the hope. I, I can't stress. We interviewed Alan Green and we asked him, you paid $21 million to get rid of the last guy. Why? He said, because when we looked at the program, there wasn't the hope around the program that we would have liked. Right. And so they made this hire to inject this kind of hope back into our fan base. It's amazing to be sitting here t- talking about it.
2: No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. This War Report Wednesday continues in just a moment here on Locked On Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is Daily Fantasy Made Easy. They are the leader in college sports daily fantasy. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. I've been looking for years for daily college um, fantasy sports. That that I liked that was easy to use. It wasn't a pain. And uh, Prize Picks has a very easy to use website, a very easy to use app. I absolutely love their app, um, and, and it's a ton of fun. And there's multiple different game modes you can play. Highly encourage you to check out. If you listen to this show, which uh, obviously you're listening to it right now, you're gonna love Prize Picks. So check it out. And when you make your deposit, use promo code LOCKEDON to get a deposit match up to $100. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com today and use promo code LOCKEDON or go to the App Store and download the app today. PrizePicks is daily fantasy made easy. This episode of Locked on Auburn is brought to you by McDonald's. Proudly serving the communities. Uh, since 1965, McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty and affordable food. It's about spending it with people that you love and making memories along the way, whether you're stopping at McDonald's on a road trip or, um, I remember growing up after, uh, after like little league games, the whole team would go to McDonald's and we'd all get food there. And uh, that's just kind of the stuff that sticks with you. And that's what McDonald's is all about. So head over to your local McDonald's. And, uh, yeah, make memories with your friends and family today. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. War Report Wednesday continuing on. Gentlemen, what's going on these days at the War Report?
0: Listen, we, we got a a lot of stuff for insiders. Of course, we got to watch the film that we do every week where we capture the last week's game, where we go through the game Look at what we saw, what we liked, what we didn't like. And, of course, we always have our live shows on Wednesday night. You can catch that at 8 p.m. Central Time. Also, we're 1 p.m. Central Time with our weekend tailgate. And, of course, you can always hang out with us on game day. We have a pregame, 30 minutes before the kickoff. We have a halftime show and a postgame where we give our live reactions uh, to what we saw And we keep it, you know, troll friendly. Uh, Those who are insiders can comment, but everyone can watch and get our thoughts on the game experience. So that's what we got going on.
2: I'm sure that was uh, the fun place to be on the Internet after the Ole Miss win. I'm sure that was uh, that was really fun. I wasn't able to watch it. I was um, leaving the stadium, but uh, I bet you all had a lot of fun.
3: Yeah, uh, there were a lot of people on that live stream. These things are always more fun after we win. Sure. Right, uh, and especially when we win and look good and competent, our quarterback is playing better, our offensive line is playing better. Um, you know, and we got some key, we got Moultrie and Papo back on defense, that's and those right. guys made their presence fell on defense. So I thought it was a great win, for
2: that's right. Um, uh, one more thing about these rankings, and then we'll um, let's turn our focus to the Saturday's game. I want y'all's opinions on that, but uh, I saw somebody bring this up, you know, the fact that. Uh, it seems like we will eventually be moving to a 12-team playoff. Auburn is at 13, and a prime situation to move into that top 12 before the season's over, especially if they win. Um, I think they could probably win out with the exception of the Iron Bowl and still probably be a top 12 team. That may be a little bit of sunshine pumping, but I think it'd be close. I think it put them in the conversation. This is just another example of why the 12-team playoff benefits a team like Auburn, right? Yeah.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. We We need it. Um, I think that, you know, the SEC is always going to be able to get, you know, their top schools into a playoff. Yep. But ultimately, um, the more we see upsets and the more we see teams like Texas AM and m going to a game like Bama and nobody gave them a chance and then they come out with the win. The more we deserve a playoff with more teams so we can see these unconventional matchups and just see how it play out. You know, I know I said what I said about Cincinnati, but I would love to see them in a 12-team playoff at least get the chance to prove it.
2: Mm -hmm. Right. All right, gentlemen, looking ahead to Saturday, Auburn goes to College Station to take on uh, the 14th-ranked Aggies, a 13-14 matchup there, like we said earlier. Uh, General thoughts going into this one. I feel less confident than I did a few weeks ago about this specific matchup despite Auburn playing a lot better. I just think A&M's better than I was giving them credit for a few weeks ago. I still don't think they're an elite team. I think they're a good team. I don't think they're great. Um, but this, you know, I think Auburn's weakness is in the trenches. And this is the best offensive line that they will have played all season. And probably the second best defensive line that they will have played all season. And that could be a problem. That could be a big problem on Saturday.
0: Yeah, you know, I think... uh a&M was one of the teams I had picked to win before the season started. They had a lot of question marks. And a few games into the season, it looked like I was right. It looked, a and uh, AM struggled on the road against Colorado. Right. Uh they lost to Arkansas. Uh, you know, they they just looked they looked like they were still in the process of trying to figure things out after having what was an impressive season in 2020. Yeah. But like Auburn, they're starting to figure some things out. And I'm not quite sure exactly to what degree they have things figured out on offense, right? We know how amazing they looked at home against Alabama, and you have to think that they're a threat to do it again if they can do it against Bama.
2: Well, I think if they play like they did against Alabama, Auburn will lose on Saturday. But I've said this all week. I think who they were against Alabama is the outlier. outlier. I don't think that's who they actually are. You know what I mean?
0: Well, well Jimbo was talking in the offseason about how much he was, they was going to beat Bama. Like, clearly, that was the game penciled and circled on their schedule. So, sure. obviously, they got up for that big game. I'm not sure that they're going to get up for this game like they did against Bama, but I do expect Auburn to face a really good defense. And that's the thing that I really am interested in seeing is, for as much as Auburn has improved offensively, we did it against some defenses that – I wouldn't consider good defenses. I mean, when Arkansas and Ole Miss played each other, uh, they combined for a total of 100 points. That scoreboard <laughs> was busy that game. Sure, right. So I want to see us do it against that defense. I want to see us put together uh, four quarters, or at least as close to four quarters against that defense. That's the biggest concern uh, for me in this upcoming week. If we can do that, I like our chances.
2: Mike G, your biggest concerns going into Saturday.
3: No, it's just consistency, Zach. You know, uh, we have to prove that we can do it again and again. And to beat T- Texas A and M at Kyle Field, I know we're four and zero there. We've got to continue to improve every single week. Uh, no steps back. Can't take any steps back. We can't take any steps back. Defensively, we're giving up a ton through the, the uh, through the air, mm-hmm. and um, we got to continue to move this rushing game forward. Right. So, you know, um, if we're one dimensional, it's going to be really hard. And I still think that the formula for teams is going to be load the box, stop, Tank Bigsby, Jarquez Hunter and force the quarterback to win the game. Now, here's the thing. Now you've got two games where he did that. Sure. So after Arkansas, maybe that's an aberration. Now you watched what he did to Ole Miss. And it's do we have to game plan for this seriously? Because if we load the box and the quarterback is going to play, Bo's going to play like that, you might get torched. The receivers are playing better, you know, and this Mm -hmm. is a really good defense. This is the second best scoring defense in our league, so they're not giving up a ton of points. They're giving up 16 points a game, just over 16 points a game. So scoring on them is a tough proposition for a lot of people. I don't think that's going to be different for Auburn, especially in their house. Uh, Again, I know we played well there, but I'm still – you know, we I think we need thirty points to win this game. Hmm. Yeah, I know that's tough against Texas a but I think we need thirty points to win this game. They've got home field. You know, we've got to. Put I don't. I don't think board. we
2: can score thirty points on Saturday.
3: I, I listen. I can't really argue with that sentiment, but uh, given how we play defensively, unless we take some steps forward or Texas a makes some mistakes offensively. It's gonna be really hard. It's gonna be really hard. This has turned into such an offensive league where teams are scoring, and you know, you got one team in Georgia that's defensively dominant. Uh, we have we between us, Georgia, and AM, we have the three best scoring defenses in the league. But we've gotta we've gotta something's gonna to have to give here. If we can continue to build on what we did last week, uh, we got healthier, we've been getting healthier.
2: Yeah, and so, obviously this defense is different with Owen on the field, but I don't think I don't think Auburn needs to score thirty on Saturday. Mm. I think the defense has been really, really impressive, especially late, especially in the second half. I, I agree.
0: I agree. We're playing a different type of team than we did in Ole Miss. Uh, there were certain things based on the game plan that that uh, Mason wanted to do. He wanted to keep everything in front and stop the run. Right, which which made us vulnerable to those uh, slant routes, intermediate passes. We were vulnerable to that, but what we didn't see was us get uh, beat or the top taking off of our defense. I'm curious to see what Mason does in this game and whether or not we stack the box or try to stop the run and make their QB beat us. I'm curious to see, but another thing that I'm curious to see is if we're, if we don't need to score 30, then we definitely need to play better in special teams. And that was something that Harson talked about uh, during his presser this week. Uh, We had a muff punt. We missed field goals. We had penalties. There was a lot of things we did that could have actually helped us maintain uh, field position that we just kept shooting ourselves in the foot. And those things are important on the road. And so if we're not going to score 30, we're going to have to tighten up on special teams.
2: Uh, I agree with you. This War Report Wednesday continues in just a moment. Today's show brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. It looks and tastes like a candy bar. They're all covered 100% in chocolate, but when you look at the label, you realize, oh, this is like actual real food and real protein, and it's high in protein and low in sugar, low in calories, and they've got a lot of cool stuff going on at built.com. It's where you can buy these boxes. My family loves Built Bars. Uh, I've had a lot of listeners reach out that love Built Bars. If you haven't tried them yet, check them out. They've got all these cool flavors uh, at Built.com. And when you place your order, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. That is at Built.com. Also, today's show brought to you by BetOnline.ag, the best place to place all of your sports bets in the entire world, and on the internet. It's your number one spot for all college and basketball. And look, go ahead and get set up. We're all going to be super passionate about Auburn basketball. The season's right around the corner, and uh, college basketball, obviously, a great sport to wager on. Get prepared. Go ahead, betonline.ag. Use promo code LOCKEDON when you make your deposit, and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on that deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Guys, just thinking about the the whole 30 points thing. Ole Miss's offense significantly better than Texas A&M's. Held them to 20 points. If you want to argue, you know, give them a little bit more because of the whole, you know, A&M's not going to handle fourth down the same way as Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss did. Like, I'm fine if you want to give him a little bit extra to that. But even Arkansas, like, I think Arkansas's offense is at least a little bit better than Texas A&M's just because I don't have a whole lot of respect for Calzone. I, I really don't. And so I, I just, I, I think... uh I think the defense is going to be fine. I, I really, really do. I don't, I don't think a scores 30 on Saturday.
0: Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not, again, I'm not as worried about AM's offense as much, especially if we're able to stop their run. Sure. I'm not as worried about what they do. Again, my concern is what we do against their defense. Yeah, same, um, yeah. Yeah. So that that's that's the thing. If we, if we if they're able to have some success on the ground and if you noticed, teams that have had success has had uh, on the ground against us have had mobile quarterbacks that's given us more to focus on and look at. I don't think that's the game plan that Fisher wants to use against us. Mm-hmm. So I'm more confident with us lining up looking, keying in on their running backs and trying to take them away and put pressure on, uh, as you call them, calzone, uh, to make throws down the field. Uh, That's not my – I'm not concerned. I'll be surprised if that's not the case this Saturday. Uh, Stranger things have happened, but, yeah, that's
3: not my concern.
2: What is y'all's favorite type of calzone to eat? (laughs)
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm a meat lover's guy just put as much meat and cheese ricotta in there as possible and, and I mean, that's my it's, favorite
0: uh, i mean you're already you're already you already have uh you already crossed that bridge with eating a calzone loaded up i mean yeah, okay. so
2: <laughs> what kind of calzone do you think calzada would be mm, i don't know I think it's just like pepperoni and cheese, very plain. Yeah. I think it would be a very plain, generic hey, calzone. Listen, I do to go veggie. Yo, calzada. Is it, I mean, is it safe to say is this? Let's kid say his, a game let's manager? say his name correctly, or just real quick, Mike G. Calzada. Is it calzada? Calzone. It right? It's calzone. <laughs>
3: oh, go on that. Calzada. Calzada. <laughs> um, I think I think this kid, uh, given the situation that he was kind of thrust into this year, yeah, you know, he didn't win the job, and uh, they brought him in behind a brand new offensive line. Yeah, I, I'm not mistaken. Texas A&M replaced their entire offensive line this offseason. And it was always going to be a tall task for them to repeat uh, what they did with a new offensive line and a new quarterback. But what I do see from Texas A&M is they have been getting better every week. Mm-hmm. So while I do think I agree with you, Zach, I do think what we saw against Bama was kind of the exception maybe and yeah, not the rule. The, the outlier, they, right. Yeah, I mean, an exponential jump. They still have been getting better every week. So yeah. this is this is still a tall task for Auburn. Uh, I I think that we can, I think we can shock them a lot. And the key, I heard somebody say today on another sports show that um, that uh, Tank Bigsby carries this offense. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I have to tell you, after eight weeks, I, can, I, I can't say that anymore. I think Bo Nix carries this offense.
2: How do you feel saying that, Mike G? I
3: think I listen when he's he's playing well. So there's nothing you can say about it. Two weeks in a row, sure. Arkansas, Arkansas, I, again. Based on what he's done, it's just fair to it's fair to say he's, doing, he do he's playing it again.
2: He's playing great. Yeah,
3: right. And this whole offense has evolved. But because of the way that teams are going to defend us, I think that Bo carries the offense. I think that, you know, Tank and, and Jarquez aren't secrets. And right. Bo is Bo is like your good Bo is your, your secret weapon. Go in and underestimate him. And if he plays well, then you've got a, you've got a whole problem that's going to be really hard to solve.
0: Yeah, like I hope I hope AM thinks that as well because because <laughs> you're you're only making it easy for him to make those throws and make his reads. You we saw what Ole Miss did in the first half where they tried to respect Bo and Tank got off, right? So the beautiful the beauty of our offense as it's evolving as you get to pick your poison. If you're going to try to take Tank away, you're giving Bo an opportunity to do what he's been doing the past two games. If you respect him, Tank and Hunter eat. So I like where this offense is going. And this is what I was hoping we would get to, to where teams have to play us honest and not aggressively trying to take away one thing, knowing that they could get beat in the
2: other aspect of our offense. Y'all think we yeah. win Saturday? Um, Y'all both I, made like the exact same face when I asked that question. Exact,
3: yeah, I mean, I picked us to win on our show. Um, we, okay. We so yeah, you think yet. so? Yeah. No, we haven't, no, no, we haven't we haven't actually picked the game yet. <laughs> <should> I right. <laughs> gotta got <ahead> myself <laughs> there. Um, but however, <laughs> I think that the way that we've been managing Bo has been outstanding, and I think that the way that he's stayed within himself, you know, I'm seeing less hero ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and when I say that, you know, passes down the field against Penn State, he threw 10 passes beyond 20 yards and completed one of them Uh, over the last few games. It's been less than five. Which is is great for me. And then he's completed a couple. So, you know, against Arkansas, he threw only three and two of them were for touchdowns. Sure. Against. uh uh oh Miss, he threw five, five and completed two of them. Mm-hmm. And that every once in a while down the field completion just keeps defenses just honest enough mm-hmm. i I just think that him not feeling like he has to save the game on every drive is allowing him to go out there and just play free. and I really like the way they utilize his legs in the red zone. You got you have yeah. to play you eleven on eleven when your quarterback can move. And he, yeah, got I, I wish scores. they did
2: that more in between the 20s. I understand why they don't, but yeah, in bigger games, you may see more of that. I don't think they yeah. felt like they needed to against Ole Miss. Don't get him hurt. I don't want to see him get hurt. No, absolutely. absolutely. At this point
3: in the season, right? So, you know, uh-huh. uh, I think that happened, which, uh, at Penn State. Now it wasn't on a design run. I think he got he got I sacked. No, he, he got he got, he got it was a it was
0: a hit. He got hit. Yeah, yeah. The throw. But,
3: but don't and you know he came he came out and said that against Georgia State he was not well. His shoulder was not well. Yeah, you saw him so doing this,
2: this number a lot. You know, rotating yeah. his arm out. Yeah. yeah.
3: I I think you have to protect him with play calls I, I get at this it. Point in the season. I, I, yeah. I totally
2: get it. Absolutely. Um, C Dub, you think we win Saturday?
0: I I like our chances. I like our chances. I really do. Uh, I I just feel that the thing that gives me pause, Zach, is what's happening to us is what happened to Ole Miss the week prior. They had a bye week. They had a chance to kind of see what Auburn is doing, and they they have an opportunity to get the jump on us uh, because of that. Uh, we we got out of that game relatively healthy, but you know one of our safeties got or two of our safeties, Baderius Knighton, um, as well as uh what's the other guy's name? I'm Puckett just escaping me right. Puckett yeah. got dinged up, so we're fairly healthy, but A rested, and so the, the, those types of intangible factors is what kind of concerns me. And what I'm looking to see Zach in this game is the mental toughness, and I know we got it. I just need to see it because there's a possibility we could get down in this game. Mm-hmm. How do we respond? How does, how does bow respond? How does our leaders on defense respond when we need to start making plays to keep up? You know, that's a sure. possibility I could be wrong. They could do like we did against Arkansas and jump up on them early mm-hmm. and take the crowd out of it. But what sooner or later is going to come a point where we're going to have to, if, we, if we're going to make this a, a, a great season, we're going to find ourselves down. How do we respond? And this could be the game that happens. So I feel we can win it, but it's going to be different, perhaps, than how we've won the past two games.
3: Yeah. A win is a win, though. I'll take it anyway.
0: A win is a win, especially on the road. Freaking Lulee. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: All right, gentlemen, tell me what's going on in the War Report one more time on this War Report Wednesday.
3: Uh, We're going to get off here. We're going to do a little film review tonight. We got a special, special... Yes, this is something that's very unique. Nobody's doing film reviews the way that we're doing it. So uh, we're going to get on with our members tonight, uh, talk about the film, and uh, just kind of go through it and and get ready for Texas A&M, man. I'm ready ready for this game this week. It can't be Saturday already? (laughs)
2: Uh, Yes, please, and thank you. Hopefully next time we chat, um, Auburn will be a top-10 team. Guys, thank you so much for your time, as always. Really appreciate it. Appreciate it. Be sure to tune in to Locked on Auburn tomorrow. Chris Gordy, host of Locked on SEC will be our guest. Stay tuned. You're listening to Locked On Auburn.
1: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On
0: podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.